Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am Andy Ruther, coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey Nochel Prano. Hello, Andrew. I'm in full Ohio, Cincinnati gear today, because I am representing my state, Joe Prano. I know, and what I like that you did is you were like, it, look at how it happened, too. I, I imagine you put on the shirt, and then you put on the hat, and then you were like, should I get a nice pair a flag and anthem shorts or a sweet pair of flag and anthem jeans. And you're like, that wouldn't be very Ohio of me. Let me get the oldest mesh shorts I own. No socks. Just look like a homeless fucking Ohioan. You look, you look like you're on your way to Applebee's for a happy hour. <laughs> look like you're on your way to Buffalo Wild Wings to check out the Bengals game. Well, you have- Meanwhile, I'm here in my Dirty Sports Dude t-shirt, Dirty Slides. And a nice pair of crisp flag and anthem brick, red brick jeans. I like those. I own the same pair. Now, the reason we're bringing this up to start the show, guys, for the people who are not on Twitter. Yeah. Joe. Versus. Ohio. Ohio. Joe versus the volcano. You fired off a tweet tonight. Read your your tweet for the fans. Really easy tweet. It was like tough. uh, No, no, read your. Pull up your phone. Read the actual tweet you sent to. Uh, the Twitter Tough sphere. year for Ohio residents. First LeBron leaves, now an Urban Meyer scandal. And worst of all, the whole time they've had to live in Ohio. Read it again. Tough year for Ohio residents. First LeBron leaves, now an Urban Meyer scandal. And worst of all, the whole time they've had to live in Ohio. So here's, can I rate your tweet real quick? Sure. Uh, you're, I, I find you, I'm not just saying this because you're my co-host and my friend, you're, you're a very funny guy. You've definitely written funnier tweets, you'd agree? Sure. You kind of went for like, let's take a dig at the Midwest. Just a, just a shot at Ohio? Just, just an easy shot. Yeah. But still funny. Yeah. Point is made within the 140 characters or however many characters it was. The backlash. Dear God. Yeah, it's amazing. Dear God. It's, it's incredible. I've never, you know what, uh, I've, I, when I lived in New York, I used to take shots at like the other boroughs. Yeah. Nothing. No one from Queens is ever like, I'll get you. I take shots at the Valley all the time. I never have somebody like, yo, I'm taking the fucking hill over the 405. I'll be in Venice in 20 minutes. All right, I oughta. These people are like, come down to Columbus. We'll see you how you're talking there, funny man. Guys going into my fucking bio, going on my website. I was like, thanks for all the website clicks and all the podcast ratings and reviews. I'm going to rate your podcast one. Well, first you got to figure out how to use the internet. And then maybe. Also, all all the ratings help. So go yeah. for it. Rate me one. Yeah. If we've learned anything from the Kim Kardashians and the Donald Trumps, any press is good press. So yeah. uh, it, keep hitting that click. I mean, it was literally just... Guys, rough rough day for Ohio. It was more like, aren't they all rough days for Ohio? But I noticed a couple things. I was, 
critiquing all the responses. In fact, I, I chimed in. I couldn't help myself. I chimed in a couple times. Because here you are, just like my friend Josh, just like our friend Justin Wood, just like our, my friend Brian, just, a, just an Ohio boy who was like, I'm off. Uh, I'm, go west, young man, for greener pastures. I met, an, uh, I met th- this is actually funny that you bring that up. Yesterday at the hostel show when I was trying to get people in for the show, I met this, this guy from Australia. As you know, a lot of Australians here, a lot stay at that hostel, a lot come to the show. So I meet this kid from Australia, you know, like early 20s surfer, and he asked where I'm from, and I said, Ohio. And then he proceeds to tell me he's been here two days, and he goes, the amount of people I've met who live in L.A. now from Ohio. And he was surprised. I go, yeah, we all left, bro. There's a reason. Like, and I don't want to diss because we have a lot of fans who live there. My, all my family is from there. But, guys, if you're going to come at me, and I, this is the argument that I noticed on a lot of your mentions, if your argument against living out here or New York or San Francisco, if your argument is you have a backyard and we don't, well, my backyard's the fucking beach. So what is your argument? I, I, I just think it's hilarious. I don't even have... I take. I'm not even arguing back with any of these people. Like I'm not. I all of my tweets are. I think. My, I think my responses are always better than my tweets originally that set people off. Like I'm not even arguing. Like I'm not going to argue. Like qu- like you're talking about like the cost of living, like the quality of life. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? But I guess I, I get. Did, I I should say this this tweet and the response did give me a moment of clarity on something that i've been trying to figure out the whole remember when i was like i just don't understand the lebron james thing i actually do this was my moment of clarity it's not about him being a producer it's not about him being a mogul it's not about him winning championships lebron james i just put this together this is the second time now he's done it he's the greatest player in the world he has all the money. He can live anywhere he wants. His first choice was, I'll be rich in Miami. And then his second choice was, I'll be rich in Los Angeles, California. Why didn't he go to Houston? I thought he could win a championship. Because Houston's in Texas. This isn't about him being Magic Johnson too. He wants to live the same place I want to live. He wants to. Live. Somebody just came at me about like, oh, nice Applebee joke, and then listed two restaurants in Ohio that have five star. Like LeBron James was like, give me one million great restaurants. Give me a city full of hot chicks and actresses, artists, museums, the beach, the mountains, the lakes, anything. He he's just like, give it to me all. I'm at the I'm I'm heading toward the twilight of my career. Why not be someplace that's awesome? He went back to Ohio, he gave the championship to all the sad sacks that are in my mentions right now, and then he's like, and now let me live. Let me live. I'm out of here. I owe you guys nothing. Enjoy your polluted river that may or may not catch fire. I'm off to the ocean. Go west, young man. It all makes sense. Well, the reason that I was getting worked up too, again, because I'm from there. So here I am, this guy caught in the middle. You're not caught in the middle. You're not in the middle. You know who's in the middle? Ohio is in the middle. You know who's out here? You, me, the hottest girl in every high school class in America. And you know who's on the other side? Fucking New York. The only people caught in the middle here, people that can't get out. 
It's just wild to me. Again, I'm not like I said. A lot of we our do this like every six months. By the way, every six months, one of us takes a shot at the Midwest, and then here they come. We've done it more lately, but again, a lot of our fans, and we know this. You guys are from the Midwest. I still love the Midwest. I love the Midwestern people. But this whole notion, again, I was reading your mentions. This whole notion of the backyard and the cost of living. Well, no shit, it costs more. You know why it costs more? Because more people want to be here. That's basic economics. It's supply and demand. Why do people not understand that? If I want to go live in Iowa, I could take what I earn here and have a fucking five-bedroom house in Iowa. I mean, the cost Iowa. of living thing is hilarious. I was looking at I was like, I wonder what the lowest cost of li- Like Guadalajara, Mexico's. You could live like a king in Guadalajara, Mexico. You know why you don't? Because it's a cesspool. Like, the r- things are cheaper because they're worse. No one's like, nice Tesla, bro. Nice, but I got this fucking accord for like one one millionth of what it costs. So fuck you. How is it spending all that money on that Tesla, dork? My Civic runs just as good. Let's be honest, there's speed limits. I can go just as fast as you can in your Tesla in my accord. What what are you talking about? That's how everybody knows how prices work, right? We all know how supply and demand Works? That's what I'm saying. It's basic economics, supply and demand. Venice is a mile and a half square. Not everybody can live here. It's why it costs more than Beverly Hills. Everybody wants to live here. It's on the beach. Look at what I can get in Columbus. Yeah, no shit. I just it's weird because my all my brothers still live in Cincinnati. They just they don't act like that. Like like they, what they pay for, let's say a four bedroom, two or three bath house is basically what I pay in rent for a tiny studio apartment. But they, but they understand that. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. They, they've never been like, oh my God, you live in such a tiny shithole. They're like, wow, you live next to the beach. That's fucking awesome. Like, I just don't, I just don't get this mindset of, dude, this, I, I, I have to bring it into it. This is why somebody like Donald Trump wins, though. It, I know. It really is. Yeah. It really is. He's like, I'm going to bring back coal. And they're like, we love coal here. I work at a coal mine. Fucking coal. By the way, the comment section on YouTube, love all the comments, guys. Keep leaving comments. We're going to get to questions at the end of this show. Uh, fuck it. I'll give a shout out right now. John Cameron Hall, I see you in the comments. Happy 21st birthday, fam. He's our official WNBA correspondent. Is today the day? Today's his 21st? I think. What's he, I mean, I hate, I don't want to, I don't mean this in a bad way. Obviously, I want you to keep watching. What are you doing? Watch it, man. It's 21. Get out there, fam. Yeah. Go watch those WNBA highlights. Yeah. Is the WNBA happening right now? Yeah, because the, uh, the WNBA, all, that was the all-star game. That right, just right, right. Which means I need to catch a game. Yeah. We should. Didn't, weren't you supposed to like have season tickets or something, or did you not lose that one? I didn't lose that one. We, we needed enough uh, iTunes reviews. I think we should catch a game, Prano. Oh, I'm not going to a WNBA game. You should. No, I disagree. You know why? Because we could hop on our SeatGeek app. Here's a question for SeatGeek. We'll, ha- we'll have to ha- have them answer this. Because you know, obviously, we have our promo code DIRTY. We sure. get $20 back. For a game like the WNBA, if you get like $10 tickets... Do you actually make ten dollars off it? Like, do you still get a, you still get a refund if the tickets are less than twenty dollars total? It's a good question. Do you get a voucher? Yeah, 
for a, a future I think game. They send, I think you send for. I think I believe they send it to you. Send it to me through PayPal, right? Well, now they just take twenty dollars off. Ah, so that's a good question, though. We're you know I'll open the Seeky Gap. Well, I'm it, sure there's plenty of seats. Get at the courtside Center. seats, I guess. Courtside seats, the city of LA Sparks. I'm going to hop on SeatGeek. It's the only app that you guys should be using for any of your live events. Just download the SeatGeek app because, best of all, all you guys get $20, like I was saying, off your first SeatGeek purchase. So just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. And we even have comments talking about it right now. People are selling tickets via SeatGeek. Nice. Yes, you can sell tickets on SeatGeek Concert as well. tickets. Who's selling? Harry with a lot of numbers in his name. I don't know. <laughs> so many Harrys in the world. Harry 80124 Hill. So Harry Hill. Yeah. What's he selling? I don't know. He just said he's selling concert tickets. There's a lot going on right here. I'm looking at YouTube comments. We should probably give an update on the intern situation. Oh, yeah. Wait, well, forget an update. Congratulations are in order. We well, came out so hot with that Ohio talk. Our intern, Trevor, our beloved stoner intern, is letting his wings fly, and he is now working for ESPN. Just blinking guy meme. <laughs> <laughs> Just blinking guy. Why? He Well, multiple reasons. One... He left us for the mothership. Yes. He leaves us for the Death Star. Although you got, you know, you got to applaud that. Still, like you got to make money. He's a young man. He wants to be in the sports news business. Uh, we'll all, we'll always be the minor leagues. We'll always be the place that he first got his feet wet, and uh, and then he moves on to ESPN. You know. It's sort of like we're Ohio in this situation. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, <laughs> we can't really stake a claim. Stay here for no money when you can go to ESPN and make a make a living. Uh, so Trevor, but I, you know, I, I called out Trevor today. I texted him. I think I, I think that I have a sort of a, you know, I'm a big conspiracy theorist. Okay, I have a conspiracy theory. Trevor has taken a job at ESPN solely to never play me in basketball again. Oh, like rather than. Rather than admit he is, in fact, scared, he's just like, I'm not scared of you. I'm just uh, going to another school next semester. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you think it all comes back to the basketball? No, I don't. I'm, I'm super happy for him. Congratulations, Trev. Uh, you'll be missed. Another uh, another memory of Trevor. We'll ha- you know what we'll have to do? We'll have to... Get some Trevor photos and video and do it. I will remember you. They'll just be ones of him stoned. Yeah. Or when he had the uh, when he had the nineteen when he had the cartoon hiccups. <laughs> will you remember me? I think the bigger question is: Trevor's such a stoner. Will he remember anything he did for us? Like, will he remember? I don't think Trevor remembers. Ep- like, will Trevor remember any episodes that he was here for? It's a good question. <laughs> Better question for Trevor right now. Does ESPN drug test? Ooh. Should we even be saying that? <laughs> yeah. He's going to be, I think, I think he's going to be researching stats. Bro. We should have had him do that. <laughs> I think we tried that. I know. I'm just kidding. Sarcasm. Okay. Uh, without Trevor, 
I'm forced to get my own beers. Rip Trevor. I'll be back. Okay. We're interless. But while Joe's getting his own beer. I put a call out. New interns. We're looking for a new intern. It's unpaid. Now, we can also provide an internship for anybody looking for college credit. That is true. So if you are a Los Angeles-based dirtball and you need to get college credit, slide into my DMs, slide into Dirty Sports DMs, whatever way you want to get us, Instagram, Twitter, you name it, guys. We are looking for an intern, especially with football coming up, and we will be putting out more videos on YouTube. Uh, I got some things in store. So anyone out there, EJ got a job, Trevor got a job, Dirty Sports is currently internless. And I've heard there's rumors that Tug Coker might actually do some fill-ins, which is, which is crazy because that's kind of a step back for Tug. But Tug has done it before. And he- Take, taking that Go90 shutting down pretty hard, aren't we, Tug? <laughs> <laughs> that, is a, that is a real fall from grace. Tug said he wants to learn things, though. You know Tug. He's always a go-getter. He's a learner. Yeah. He's, he's a learner. A, he's always trying to improve his game. He's basically the anti-Dwight Howard. Yeah, that's a good point. He's like always trying to add a little, every summer, just trying to add a little bit more to his game. Yeah. Well, let's get to some sports. We've done a lot of behind. A lot of, bus- a lot of business. A lot of business stuff. I'd love to get into uh, this Major League Baseball stuff. Now, Joe, you know more about it than me. I do indeed. The trade deadline has passed us. Yes. Any hot takes before I pull up some of the... The big trades, because you again, you know more about I mean, more than me. The obviously the trading deadline happened, and there were some moves at the deadline, and uh, but a lot of the bigger trades, Britain to the Yankees, Machado to the Dodgers, those happened beforehand. Um, we did get Archer uh, from Tampa Bay to Pittsburgh. That'll help, and uh, Brian Dozier. Second baseman from Minnesota to the Dodgers. The Dodgers, I mean, stockpiling position players. Yes. Even though they were heavy on position players and no moves for their pitching staff, which is I found interesting. But I don't dislike I certainly don't dislike Well they got they got a reliever, didn't they get uh Axelford or Axford? Axford, yeah. He was good once. Not currently. He's just a reliever, just middle yeah. reliever. Yeah, I mean, he was he was a closer back in the day, but no longer uh, a dominating closer by any means. Uh, no longer even a closer. Um, yeah, bullpen help was needed. Honestly, starting pitching help, I still say, was needed. Not a lot of starters available at you know at the deadline, although Archer was. So that would have been interesting. What do you make of the Dodgers' moves? Because I, I was reading into that. I mean, they, they, have, they have the depth, like you're saying, of position players. Yeah. they. Ha- well, why, why did they not go after any pitching? I, I think that there was a lack of pitching, starting pitching available. Um, but the Dodgers are a team that had, you know, guys with big enough names that they could have offered somebody. Like, I understand that... You know, they're building for the future. They don't know whether or not they're going to keep Machado next year. But Seager is supposed to come back. I mean, they have they have a lot of players for not a lot of positions. I mean, where's Bellinger playing? Where's, you know, you have a, you have a full outfield, especially uh, if Justin Turner comes back and Taylor gets moved back out there. Um, 
there would obviously there would be a point where it'd be Muncie, Dozier, Machado, Turner. What's your outfield looking like? Kemp, Puig, Bellinger. You you still have Jock Peterson. You still have Taylor. Like they have too many players. Kiki Hernandez, who's just what rotating at this point. All That's over what I'm the- saying. Like if you're if you're the Dodgers, like why wasn't a Bellinger or a Jock Peterson? On the block, like I know Bellinger hit forty home runs last year, but he also took a dump in the playoffs. And you're starting Muncie at first base, so seems like that guy could have gotten you a big haul. Like he's he's a power hitting first baseman. There, you know, that's somebody other teams would be like, yes, please. Are they that concerned with Turner's? Because Turner, what is back on the DL with the groin injury, right? So they're that concerned, maybe? Yeah, maybe with his status. I, I believe right now they're going with Muncie Dozier. Taylor at short and Machado at third? Correct. What uh, What about, I was a little curious, not that he's killed it, but I thought he pitched well enough to maybe, I know some teams were, just, were interested in him, Matt Harvey. I thought, no. I mean, he pitched, he pitched well enough that teams would be interested, but he did have a meltdown recently, and he's still fucking Matt Harvey, which, God, I, I hate saying it. So, so shortly removed from you know being a big Mac, Matt Harvey fan but well we should we should get Matt on the show you've lived in New York now you've lived in Ohio we should get his opinion now I've lived in Ohio no because Matt, Matt Harvey I'm saying has yeah. went from New York the biggest city in the country to a mid-major city in Cincinnati yeah to get his take well let's uh, let's put it this way let's see where Matt Harvey ends up signing in the offseason it'd be it'd be interesting to see if Matt Harvey fan of models and parties uh, returns to Ohio when he can pick where he wants to go. They're going to be like, we'll pay. He's like, I don't care. I'm leaving. I would love to see the current hottest woman from Ohio. It's probably an 18-year-old girl who is literally counting the days until she graduates high school and can move directly to Los Angeles to become famous. You know, you know, his native Cincinnatian, Carmen Electra. Can't believe she didn't stick around and just went <laughs> Miss Ohio. <laughs> Can't believe she didn't stick around and, you know, wear low cut shirts, try to rake tips at the local Applebee's. Bonnie Rotten, Ohio. Bo- yeah, Bonnie Rotten. Yeah. Who else we want to talk about? Who are some of these other moves? What's the deal with the the Rays? They don't. Have pitching anymore? A single starting pitcher on their roster. What's that all about? They got rid of Archer. The one kid, God, I always forget his fucking name, but the one kid who uh, made the all-star team was on the DL. And they've been going with the with the opener instead of closer. Like they've been all bullpen all the time, and they've essentially traded or had injured every guy who has an SP on their roster. They have no starting pitchers. That's actually the title of the long-delayed episode of today's Dirty Slides podcast that I had technology issues getting up today. Uh, If you're a starting pitcher, connect with the Tampa Bay Rays on LinkedIn. (laughs) But the Rays aren't... They're not... Like, are they... Are they in a spot to make a push for a playoff spot? No. They're 20 games out of third place. They're 20 saying. games out of second place in you know, the AL East. 
What about Bryce Harper staying? What do we make of this? Uh, you know, we talked about it. I thought he could have. I thought there was a lot of different ways they could play it, but it seems like they became. It seems like in the end they were like, you know what, we have a shot because they didn't move anybody. Do you give the Nationals a chance to win that division? A chance? Yeah. Do I think they do? No. Any other hot takes from some of these trades? Um, hot takes. I mean, not really. All the big trades were done earlier. I mean, uh, everybody was talking about the guy who went from Baltimore to the Braves. And we talked about this on slides today. It's like everybody's kind of like, oh, this might low-key be the best deal of uh of the trade deadline day and yeah he's five and eight which is obviously the a win-loss record can you know not necessarily be how great you're pitching look at jacob Degrom, but he's got a four four eight era like i don't know why anybody thinks this guy's going into atlanta and being a super stud can we talk about your mets for a minute yeah oh sure we have to sure i talk about a team that made no moves Worst loss in franchise history. Yep. Last night. Yep. What was it twenty five to four? In indeed, that was the score. I mean, you had Jose Reyes pitching. Yeah. Well, I, I, look, I took a shot at my Mets yesterday in a very similar joke. I took a I took a Jose Reyes shot yesterday. I said Jose Reyes gave up two home runs yesterday and has hit two home runs today. But most surprisingly, Jose Reyes is still a big leaguer, and the New York Mets voluntarily put him on the field. One, two, and then the punchline. You know, same same basic sure. uh, idea. It's a good joke. But I don't know how he's still there. I don't know what the fuck's going on. The Mets, look, here's the thing. What needs to happen with the New York Mets? Somebody... Would you have wanted them to trade DeGrom? No. I wanted them to keep DeGrom and Syndergaard, but I wanted them to trade Wheeler. I like Wheeler, but I wanted them to trade Wheeler. They should have traded your boy Mesorosco. Mesorocco. Um, I, I would have liked that. I mean, they traded as Drupal Cabrera, obviously. They didn't get you know all that much back um, for him or Familia. But I would have traded anybody could, like... Besides those two guys and, you know, the the Nimos and the Confortos and, you know, any of the young guys. But somebody needs, in my younger days, this would be me, but somebody needs to really heavily start the, you know, fire the Wilpons, take the Wilpons, Major League Baseball. I, I don't have the energy, Andy. I'm too old. I don't have the fight in me. To, to try to get a social media campaign going to fight the Wilpons. I don't I don't have the energy. Let Prano own. Let him own a team. I, I'm telling you, I don't have the energy in me to even like get a march going. I'm too old. I've got too much going on. I know I'm a no-name comedian that never works, but I'm, I sure do travel a lot for comedy for being such a fucking no-name hack. I hate those comments. Oh, I hate those. I saw those, too. I hate those. No name hack. Loser. Look at my yard. You see this yard I got with my 200-pound wife while I'm watching Larry, the cable guy, who is known on my fucking TV? I am getting it done. I got two kids. How many kids you got? Can't even fit two kids in that shithole apartment. God, I love Trump. You know what I liked about the Mets game? 
Did you follow? Were you following their Twitter? Yeah, bro. The Mets Twitter was pretty on fire. It was pretty funny. You mean the Mets team Twitter or like the Mets team Twitter? Well, what did they tweet besides? I know they tweeted the monkey face. Dude, they were making jokes. The I I was looked at looked at all of them because I still follow the Mets. Yeah, the you know from letting you pitch. pitch, Yep. So I still follow them. Dude, they were tweeting jokes the whole game. They a lot of football references. Right. I mean, this is an ownership issue. It's it's disgusting at this point. There was a, a, a report came out from one of the other GMs. Somebody asked him, oh, are you talking to the Mets about Wheeler or something like that? And he said, I don't even know who I would talk to over there. Because Sandy Alderson left the team because he's fighting cancer. They have three guys acting as GM. He's like, I don't even know who I'd call. What the fuck kind of organization? People want your players and they don't know who to call? Call one 800 Get the Mets. I don't know. Like, like have a hotline. I just. I mean, we, I mean, we have Andy, a hotline. Andy, I don't have the fight in me, man. Somebody's got some Mets fan out there. I'll support it. I'll push it. Start a website. We let's have a march down. You know, uh, at the stadium on the last home game down the the down the Canyon of Heroes in New York, where a World Series parade would happen if we win it. Uh, let's do it, but I can't organize it. I just I don't have the fight in me anymore, Andy. I'm well, too old. Well, I have too many podcasts and too many comedy shows. Bullshit, you don't work. Unnamed hat comic. Let me get back to this fucking Jeff Foxworthy marathon on fucking CMTV. Uh, I got to talk about this hand, foot, and mouth disease thing. Yeah. This is so fucking funny to me. So, two New York pitchers... Who is it? Uh, it's it's Syndergaard. Syndergaard and Hap. and Hap from the Yankees. They both contracted this thing called hand, foot, and mouth disease, which is normally what kids get. Or <laughs> that sounds like something you get after you fuck a hooker in Tijuana. Like, dude, what happened to Brian? Well, he fucking rolled all the girl in T- TJ, and uh, he has not only the hand, also the foot and the mouth disease. Yeah, it's like a. I, I think it's like a disease you get from like cattle. Let me see here. Uh, they think they got it from kids. I'm reading this, right? And they also these dudes aren't. This is why you wash your fucking hands, guys. You know, I preach washing your hands. I'm big advocate. I'm like OCD. I'm a big now. advocate on washing your hands. I, dude, I, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna start a march, it's gonna be wash your hands march. I'm big on washing my hands. Even if I go outside and I come back in, I don't want to touch my dishes. I wash my hands. You gotta wash those hands because then you get hand, foot, and mouth disease. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Like, what the fuck is this? This sounds like some 18th century shit. Syndergaard tweeted about it, too. He tweeted about uh, the trade no one saw coming. <laughs> Him trading hand, foot, and mouth disease to Jay Happ. But what are the side effects of this? I have no idea. If only we had an intern to tell us. Yeah. If only we had an intern. Look it up. If our next intern was a medical student, that'd be great. <laughs> Can you get college credit for, your, for pre-med by working on a sports podcast? Oh, that'd be great if we had a we had a dirty sports intern doctor. Yeah, I'd also love I'd also love an adult that's going like back to school, like maybe an adult who didn't go to college and now has decided to to go to college. Like, what's his name in uh, in the Texas football movie Necessary Roughness? Remember when Scott Bakula goes back to school at like forty? 
It'd be great if we could have that. That way, they get some of our references. We'd be like, can't wait. He'd be like, I totally know what that is. It's Bart Scott. We're like, thank you, finally. Let's get Scott Bakula. What the fuck is he doing these days? I want actual, I want fucking. uh... Let Bakula intern. Now, that's a campaign I could get behind. (laughs) I want, God, why am I forgetting his show? The big show that he did. What do you mean, Quantum Leap? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, we need Quantum Leap back on. Did you watch that? I I loved Quantum Leap. I didn't watch enough of that show. Oh, boy. Every time, every episode ended with him leaving where he was and leaping to a new location, and he'd and he'd have two seconds where he figured out where he was, and he'd go, "Oh boy!" I bet you put in the well, you're on YouTube, but I bet you there's an "Oh boy" supercut. The comment section is on fire tonight. Yeah, love it, dirtballs. Keep up with those comments. Lots of lots of things going on about this hand, foot, and mouth disease. I mean, just some ridiculous comments. I do, I do know what it is, though. I pulled it up. Hand, foot, and mouth disease is a mild contagious viral infection common in young children. It's characterized by sores in the mouth and a rash on the hands and feet. Gross. Hand, foot, and mouth disease is commonly caused by... Bro, you think I could pronounce this? Coxsackie virus? Coxsackie virus? Isn't Coxsackie in Ohio? I'm not even joking. Isn't Coxsackie in Ohio? Are you think it's Chillicothe? I don't know. I thought Coxsackie. It's spelled C-O-X-A. I'm sorry. C-O-X. S-A-C-K-I-E. Yeah. Virus. There's no specific treatment for the hand, foot, and mouth disease. There it is. Frequent hand washing and avoiding close contact with people who are infected with hand, foot, and mouth disease may reduce your child's risk of the infection. Gross. Maybe just everybody was sucking toes, bro. Barely showing up. Oh boy. Look at this. We're there at six minutes of oh boy. Oh boy. They can't hear you though. This is so low on our. Come on. I'm showing you here. You got a job to do, so whatever it is. Everywhere it goes. Oh boy. Black man in the 50s. (laughs) Love it. The Quantum Leap Oh Boy Supercut. Oh boy. (laughs) We're getting those comments. All right. Anything else? Anything? Any other baseball stuff that I have on here? Oh, yeah. I want to bring this up. I want to bring... Let's talk about needing like a 40-year-old intern. Right. The Sandlot... This is baseball-related news. They're going to do a prequel... To the Sandlot, which is now 25 years old. Now, I remember seeing the Sandlot in the theaters, man. Yes. I would have been, so if it's 25 years ago, I would have been 11. Yeah. So here's the deal. They're going to make a prequel. I do like this part from original director and writer David Mickey Evans and also a new writer. I do like that you're keeping some of the the original behind-the-scenes people. However, what do we make, Prano? I mean, no. Just can we can we just have new ideas? Is that that crazy? At least it's a prequel. 
I'm so glad it's a prequel and not like a a remake or not a remake, but also <laughs> like it's now and there are kids all play on the same little league team. But one's a transgender. Yeah, one's a Hispanic kid who just escaped Guatemala and he's trying to get yeah. his fucking visa card. One's a black kid who came from Harlem. Another one's a girl who thinks she's a boy but is really a girl. You never know. Sandlot remake. Yeah. Um, like whenever they do that and then they bring the people back, like even like the fucking Star Wars thing. And then it's always like a nod to the old movies. Like, oh, they're all at dinner. And he's like, pass the potatoes. And he's like, I just ate the last one. He's like, you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> Benny the Jet's been returned to Mexico because Trump's president. <laughs> <laughs> The dog was put down in a kill shelter, and Ham's now just in charge of like a, a, a dog adoption program. They're like, we're going to end puppy mills in between innings. Yeah. But it'd be great if they did a sandlot, like uh, uh, they did a new sandlot and all the parents were there, and then they hit the ball over the wall, and uh, they were like, we got to get that baseball. And the other kid pulls out his smartphone, and he's like... Nah, it's cool. I just ordered a box of them on Amazon Prime. We'll come back tomorrow. Credits. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we should go to the baseball field and play. He's like, nah, dude. I got, I got a Fortnite fucking marathon I'm doing tonight. We're, we're- He's like, but that baseball was signed by Babe Ruth. He's like, it's cool. I just ordered a new one on eBay. Well, I watched. So that the article that I just read it from was from uh, The Hollywood Reporter. And I actually watched the video earlier today about the original cast, which is, which is amazing. But I love seeing the original cast. Yeah. 25 years later uh but they even said like we couldn't the director was like we couldn't do this shit now right like like the lines you play ball like a girl yeah i mean can you imagine the actually the director i don't know if you've heard but the director of the sandlot the new one the same guy right so um footage was revealed of that movie when they say that line and he has now been fired from the new movie. So ah. They found that footage and they were yeah. like, this is offensive to women. Makes sense. And, uh, you know, that's just the way it goes. Yeah. They're like, we went through your old tweets first, but you're not on Twitter. So then we went through your movie and you made this horribly sexist joke. So you've been fired. You, you'll be replaced by a woman. Jessica Mendoza will now be directing the new, well, <laughs> the new Sam. I also saw something also new too, that just was leaked right around that same time. I don't know if you saw this, uh, Squints is actually going to jail, the actual actor. Really? Because he fake Because he raped Wendy Peppercorn? Yeah. He he acted like, you know, he was what, unconscious yeah. from drowning just to get a little tongue action. Yeah. And in the Me Too age, uh, it doesn't matter if you were acting or not acting, he now is actually facing prison time. And she's actually facing prison time for getting a little tongue while he was passed out and because of the new Cosby rule. Yeah. So he was unconscious. She thought he was unconscious. True. Yeah. Also, she, Wendy Peppercorn has also been charged with statutory <laughs> rape. Right. There's a, there's a lot of things going on here. They've also cut the s'mores scene from the movie b- yeah. due, due to its uh, ridiculously high sugar content in the marshmallows. Like They don't want kids getting the diabetes. Yeah. And they're not, they're not doing fireworks anymore. There's, there's no fireworks and they ride rides anymore. Right. Because fireworks are dangerous. So now it's going to be... Uh, it's just going to be, you know, the old Batman, which just says bang. Yeah. And like the, 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 the sayings or whatever. It's just going to be that. Because we don't want kids getting the idea that you can be around fireworks because they could kill you. Right. 
Got to be safe these days. So the prequel should be fun. Yeah, it's going to be an amazing movie. They're like, you play baseball like a less than good boy. <laughs> <laughs> now when Benny the Jet steals home in the final scene, he's actually running across uh, Border Patrol. Yeah, exactly. That's how it's going to end. It's not, actually, the movie has nothing to do with baseball. Well, what's funny is I heard in the prequel, a young Benny goes to turn a double play at shortstop and a young Chase Utley breaks his legs and then drags him back to Mexico. <laughs> I got to read one of the comments. Okay. Here. The comment section's on fire here tonight. Cameron Smith says... This is, like, of, this is like the rabble days. This is. I like it. Love all the dirtball comments. He says, instead of throwing up from Cha, they get sick from eating gluten. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm just going that's a good one that, that gets the full Shia LaBeouf what's that Shia LaBeouf gift from who knows it might be from his like remember when he just sat in the movie theater alone watching all his movies yeah might be from that but who knows well, we there's got- gonna be a time when Twitter is only gifts it's just gonna be eventually it's gonna be all gifts I've noticed my tweets with gifts is really turned up I- Oh, the mayor. Oh, the mayor is chiming in on a live podcast. How dare the mayor. Come on up, mayor. We're here. We're live. It's lit. <laughs> Why would he say I like Somalian babies? I don't know. It's a strange one. And the mayor has officially been fired from his job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Someone heard that. They reported it, and uh, he's lost The mayor's his job. full name is <laughs> Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> You're looking, you are looking good, Prano. Thank we, you. We referenced it earlier in the show. I will say, I love those flag and anthem, those brick jeans. I, I felt like the my Mets needed a bump after their terrible, terrible loss, so I figured I'd go with some orange and blue. I went with the flag and anthem, brick jeans. The original, these are the original, like, you got to have them. Yeah. Remember? And then you got them. I copped and you, then, bro. And then they came, they, they came down on my list because I was like, can't go out. Ruther might be wearing them. Now they're like special occasions and uh, rocking them with my, my dude t-shirt. But that's the best part about Flag and Anthem. Flag and Anthem goes with everything. It really does. We put in some new orders today ourselves. Love how soft those shirts are. Yeah. Dude, they're summer. I don't know. They're not summer, but whatever. Just their shirts. The t-shirts. That I wear for the summertime are so soft. The short shirts that are thin and short that I wear in the summer. Yeah. The t-shirts. The t-shirts. T-shirts. They're amazing. Guys, you got to get those. Go to flagandanthem.com, drop promo code DIRTY at checkout. You get 25% off your first order. It's a great deal, and I always say this. It really is not going to be around forever. So take advantage of this offer right now. Flagandanthem.com, promo code DIRTY, 25% off. You know, somebody asked me a while ago about uh, the, the palm tree shirt I had. Remember the black shirt with the palm trees? Oh, yeah. And uh, I went today to pick out some new Flag and Anthem stuff, and they had a new Arrivals. They have a sweet new blue, light blue palm tree T-shirt. It's like got looks like it's got a sun rising with palm trees behind it. It's dope. It's their new version of that. So get that on uh, the guy who, I forget who it was, who wanted the palm trees, and they didn't have it anymore. So don't worry. We got a new one. And once again, guys... If you send me any screenshot of you doing a flag and anthem order, I will follow you back. Twitter, Instagram, you name it. And Joe, Joe wants to see a picture of you rocking. I want you to see. I want to see you rocking the gear. I want to see. I want to see those hot looks. Well, there's some big NBA news. Which is there? 
There is, and it, it didn't get that much traction, but this is a game changer for where the league is headed. And once again, dude, I, I think Adam Silver is doing a tremendous job as a commissioner. He's, in my opinion, way above the other leagues as far as being ahead of his time. The NBA now has a partnership business deal with MGM. Fantastic. I mean, but my point is, like, the, he was bare. I was watching this unfold. I actually was watching the conference. It was barely trending. This is my point. Legal gambling is now in bed with a pro sports league. I don't know if I would have seen this happen this quickly. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. It's smart. Why have a Why have a potential for somebody rigging games and doing all that when you can keep the biggest name in gambling in MGM, partner with them, and you know have have a man on the inside. So this is the details of the deal. It's expected to be in the range of three years and twenty five million, according to Darren Rovell. And this is what it, this is what it entails. Basically, MGM will now be allowed to use league highlights, names, logos, and a direct data feed, while marketing itself as the official gaming partner of both the WNBA and the NBA. Wow! Which might actually give you a reason to watch WNBA games because you can bet on them. Yeah. So they have access to all this stuff, uh, and it sounds like a good match made. Match made in heaven here. Yeah. Why not? I'm excited about it. More legal gambling. Yeah. It's like any... How many times are are Joe and I going to say this? It's like legalizing drugs or prostitution. When you legalize it and legitimize it, everyone makes more money. It only makes sense. Except bookies. Except the criminals. But that's the point. How much, again, I, I don't know anything about it. I, I just had the guys on, you know, our friends on uh, the Dent Report. We're talking about cannabis, Will and Maddie. But I'd love to see the stats, like how much crime has gone down after this first year in California once they legalized cannabis. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, it'll be the, the same way with gambling. It, it'll be the same thing, but. And and it, there, it has the same pros and the same cons. I'm sure there'll be some sort of taxation situation. Maybe the VIG is bigger. I don't know how it works. Maybe the maybe the states are taking that directly from the casinos. I don't know. Um, I haven't been to a, a sports book here in California yet. Um, because they don't exist. Right. Well, we have. Do they have a sports book like down at Hollywood Park? I mean, not no, not where you could bet on games like a basketball game, just okay. horse racing. Got it. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, but certainly, you know, there's for, for degenerate gamblers, gamblers love to, um, bet on credit. You won't be able to do that. You know, you'll have to have money in the, in the end, I think gambling more so than, than probably pot. It's, it's going to make it better. Yeah. And I think, again, I just, I don't, I just can't wait for the ease of it. I can't wait to be able to go to an Applebee's. And make some sports bets. <laughs> I, I've read up on California. I think it's going to take a minute here. I don't think it's going to happen in the next couple of years. Which means we still have to uh, hop in the car and go to Las Vegas. But, or bet online. Yeah. So, But the NBA is doing it, which means 
I'd assume everybody's going to follow suit. Right. The other leagues. Except probably the NFL because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. They'll probably be the last ones. The NFL will be like, well, we'll only do this if you play the national anthem before everyone makes a bet. Yeah. They'll be like, do any black guys work in your organization? They'll be like, yeah, lots of them. Oh, well, we can't do this. Can we talk about this Tristan Thompson, uh, Draymond Green fight? Like, the, the only problem about, I don't mind talking about it, but the only problem is like, is there any proof that this happened? That's my point. Did you Any? S- Dude, I tweeted out on Dirty Sports. That was my tweet. I said, until we see proof, this is a Chris Jenner concoction, because then suddenly Tristan Thompson's mentioned, and then, then Chloe's always mentioned. I don't know, man. Conspiracy theory? Nothing. No pics. No vids. No, no social talk- media. Like, who broke this story? It's a good question. They has Draymond it, talked about it? Has Tristan talked about it? Like yes, Draymond finally talked about it on Instagram. He he tweeted an Instagram story saying it's all bullshit. He's claiming it's bullshit. Uh, basically, they were at a post ESPYS party, I believe, hosted by LeBron James. Right. And now Draymond, uh, uh, you saw the LeBron James barbershop thing. Draymond's in it. So, like, Draymond and LeBron are apparently friends. So, this was leaked from Bossip.com. Come on. DirtySports.com announces. Can we just make up some shit and put it on DirtySports.com? Why don't we? Fuck yeah, we Why could. don't we ever fucking? God, that's what our next intern's got to be. Then, just like a fake sports gossip writer. Then, then a website called The Athletic followed up. Right. <laughs> Start a free trial to read the full article. Uh, kill yourself. No, I will not. <laughs> yeah. You fucking dickhead. Okay, so this is the details from what, what, what happened. Supposedly. Supposedly, uh, there was no argument, no squaring up, no taking it outside. It was a sucker punch, said one source who attended the party, Prano. But to be honest, it wasn't really a punch. It was more of a shove, like he, like a mush face. Right. We have brothers. You know, yeah. the brothers always yeah. do the mush face. It's what, uh, it's what Charles Oakley did in, when he was in the garden. Yeah. So that's apparently what happened. And then supposedly, both LeBron and KD broke it up. LeBron went to his teammate, you know, Tristan Thompson. And then, and then KD went to Draymond Green. And then apparently LeBron was so mad that he left the party. Again, supposedly. Yeah. We have zero footage of this, zero pictures. I ain't buying it until we see something. I'm not buying that five NBA players were hanging out and not one single one of them was Instagramming. Is that has that ever happened? <laughs> Yo, sub me and Draymond. Oh shit, he got mush faced. Throw your phone out. Every Tom Brady your phones. Yeah, I'm not buying it, man. I don't know. It is pretty amazing to think. Not one video. This is an ESPYS party. Not one, not one person on, like, not one person, not one real source coming out. Bossip. And the Atlant- at the and the athletic. 
Dude, you're right though, man. Sports.com is reporting. <laughs> you can literally just release anything. I mean, I'll bring it up again. I still have all of TO's dating profile shots. I have those saved in my phone. We need an we need an intern that's gonna be all about starting the the dirty sports gossip site because between our Twitter following and your crazy Twitter thing, I feel like we could turn dirty sports into like just a full bullshit story site. We could if we wanted. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's start pumping out horseshit articles. The thing is we're sources told dirty sports. Greg Popovich punched Kawhi Leonard at a recent Applebee's trip in Cincinnati, Ohio. There'll all be subtle references to the dirty sports so that people come and listen to the show. Subscribe here to the podcast to hear more. I mean, this af- this website, The Athletic, th- they want you to pay. They want you to start a free trial to read their insider's take. And to be honest, we're around enough shit. Uh, enough athletes go to Venice Beach. We can just get footage on our own. Uh, look, I- I'm not putting it out of the complete realm of possibilities. I mean, Tristan Thompson... Still now living in Cleveland. No LeBron. We all know what people in Cleveland are like. Super angry. Now no LeBron. Oh, man. Mushing people's faces. That would be the NBA thing to do, though. Right? It wouldn't be a fight. It would because be a, that's the thing. Like, a face oh, mush. Oh, it's a, oh, you know. like No NBA players ever delivered a punch. So it's like, can you imagine that... They're at an SP's party. They're like, oh my unless, God, did you see that amazing monologue by Danica Patrick? Unless Chris Childs was there, no one got punched in the face. Yeah. Unless the only the only reason nobody got it on film was that we've attended these events where no phones are allowed. But I highly doubt, like you said, an NBA player the, event. The SP's? Post SB's party, but it's a pri- it's still a private party. Yeah, there's there's phones there. I don't buy it, and if I do, I think it was just them talking trash, and then so, and then it's like oh, some bumping. Everybody goes no, they almost got no fight. I mean, TMZ would have this in a second. By the way, one of my new favorite things on the internet. People have just not laid off Kevin Durant, and I kind of love it. I saw I sent you the one with Kevin Hart where he's like, eh, my pussy hurts." <laughs> that was amazing. And then I I talked about it on Dirty Slides today. I saw one. I saw it was like a it was like a meme. It looked like uh, something out of Shark Week. It's just like a big picture of a blue whale swimming, and it had like text. And I was like, "Oh, what is this?" And it was like, "It was like fun fact: the blue whale's vagina is so big." That three to five human men could lay down inside of it, making it the second biggest vagina on the world in the world behind Kevin Durant. And I was like, "Oh shit! I did not see that coming." Yeah, some dirtball sent me something the other day. They were they were drilling him, you know, because it's Team USA stuff now. Yeah, they were drilling him still about the uh, CJ McCollum podcast. Did you see that? Yeah, the interview. What? So I'm mad. Why am I mad? Why isn't he mad? Who's mad? I'm mad. You're mad. He's mad. We're mad. 
mad, mad, mad. You're like, what's happening? Why are you losing it? I think Kevin Durant, he just can't go on the internet at this point. Dude, get Kevin Durant off the internet. Like, bro, you just can't go on. Someone take Kevin Durant's phone. <laughs> you just can't go on social media. No. If you were. Uh, <laughs> my <laughs> pussy hurts. What is that? What is, I have no what idea. What is that Kevin Hart clip from? I, I have no idea. Yo, Kevin Hart, man. I don't know when he sleeps. Do you know Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart, I'm sure you're not going to be surprised. I can't wait to hear your reaction to this. Shaq did something. You know me. I love Shark Week, and I'm still like catching up on all of them. Shaq did something. By the way, we have to talk about this before we move on. I think Shark Week, Shark Week is literally the worst. It's not. You learn a lot. The fuck it. You know what I think is the worst part of entertainment? Reenactments. But they're Ugh. not. You, you haven't watched them. Every show I've watched like, has not been a reenactment. B-roll. What, what are you watching? I, uh, Shark Week. You didn't, though. You I didn't did. watch it. No, you didn't. I was watching Shark Week Prano, while you, I was in San Diego. You, you weren't because I've watched now, I've watched about five or six programs. None of them are reenactments. I, think, I, I watch the shows where they're going in with the sharks. I think, here's what I think. I think that Shark Week does this and the majority of people don't realize that this is not actual footage of fucking sharks. It's like, they're piecing together B-roll and like putting together a shark story that is not like there. It's not like oh, this is not true. I just You're watched not watching it. it. You're not watching. I literally it. just watched it. People are going. I just watched the thing on tiger sharks in the Galapagos Islands. They're literally finding tiger sharks, filming them, tagging them. It's interesting. You're learning about why the tiger sharks have come there. They normally were not there. You're learning because it's a food source. I learn a lot when I watch Shark Week. Are there, are there bullshit programs like the one with Shaq and Ronda Rousey? I don't really watch those. I watch the one with Shaq because I like Shaq. All the other ones, they're actually they're very, they're very well produced. I think Shark Week is the most overrated thing in the history of television. You're not watching it, though. I just watched it. No, and I was no, like, this is no, you didn't, Joe. the garbage. Joe, explain, explain to the listeners, you watching it. Background noise at a bar when you're with... And then in, and then in our condo in San Diego... Name the program you watched. I, it was Shark Week. No, because I can name the different programs I and watched. And I can't because was, I was like, this is awful. Turn off. You just don't like sharks, dude. Who like? First of all, who likes sharks? I do. Well, you haven't learned on Shark Week that they'll kill you? I could get killed walking across the street. I, I think sharks are a fascinating creature. I'm a big fan of sharks. In fact, I want to go swimming with sharks. That's like on my Andy Ruther list. In a cage and then also in the free ocean. I I highly recommend you do that. And then when you get thrashed, Tug Coker will just slide her right in. And this will be changed to the Handsome Sports Podcast. I just think you don't know what you're talking about. I watch Shark Week. Garbage. I'm I'm starting to think that you don't know that some of these shows are pieced together. Dude, you act like I don't know what I'm watching. I'm starting to think you don't. It's not. It's you know the Sandlot's not a documentary about a little league baseball team, right? You're just being a dick, bro. You're being a dick about Shark Week because you don't understand it. And also, by the way, I heard that Kevin Hart is playing the uh, the black pitcher in the in the Sandlot <laughs> prequel. Well, the reason this all got started was because the episode, which again was kind of a bullshit don't bring one. up don't bring up shark shark week around andy because we go uh, <laughs> my pussy hurts 
You don't understand, dude. My parents... Uh, my shark pussy hurts. My parents will vouch for this. My love and fascination of sharks has gone back since I was like a kid. Like, I did reports on sharks, like, always as a kid. I used to own a shark attack shirt where it looked like you got attacked. Like, I'm obsessed with sharks. Oh, that's really, really nice thing to do for people who have actually been attacked by a shark. Oh, I had, I had a T-shirt back in the day. It made it look like I had one arm. Oh, <laughs> amputee guy. What an asshole. I never should have brought up Kevin Hart making a cameo on Shark Week with Rob Riggle. <laughs> Jesus. That's what I was trying to get I mean, to. Fuck. That was the episode with Shaq. So you don't think Shaq was really underwater in a cage with sharks? <laughs> and was Kevin Hart and Rob Riggle there too? They weren't underwater. Is this Hack Week or Shark Week? Shaq, Hack, Hack, Shark. Like I said, I picked the programs. I, Dude, it makes me want to go to places. I would love to go to the Galapagos Islands. Rob, uh, serious question. Was the, the, the show with Rob Riggle, Kevin Hart, and Shaq called Hack-A-Shaq? <laughs> it was called, uh, I think it was called Shaq Week. Instead of Shark Week. How about Shark Week? I'd rather watch Shark Week than Shark Week. Uh, I'd, I'd rather watch adults shitting their pants. You just don't have an appreciation for sharks. And the I world. don't have appreciation for fucking... What, what, what horrible network is it on? Discovery. The, the shitty Discovery reenactment production. It's not. I love Discovery. It's, it's where I watch a lot of great animal shows like Savage Kingdom. <laughs> Which is a phenomenal show about, you know, the safari in Africa. You know what? Fuck you, Prano. You know, you just can't appreciate the finer things of life and you can't appreciate animals like me. That's what it boils down to. I want to go swim with sharks. I want to go on a safari in Africa. Well, you should move back to the country and be amongst the animals. Get yourself a backyard in Ohio where there's, I guess, Bengals. <laughs> Are there tigers in Ohio? How the fuck did that become their name? You know why? You want to hear the history, actually? I would love to. Paul Brown, who founded both, obviously, the Browns and the Bengals, came from Massillon, Ohio, and they were the Massillon Tigers. So he didn't want to be... That's right near where the NFL Hall of Fame is, close to Canton. He didn't want to be the Cincinnati Tigers, because they were already the Tigers. So it was the Bengal Tiger, so they chose Bengals. That's the history behind it. The more you know, guys... Did you learn that one on the Jungle Book on Discovery Channel? No, I didn't. They had an actor blurred out playing. That's what I don't like. You know, you get, you get everybody worked up in the comments. Why? Section. What's everybody it saying? Just turns into lead, a, lead some of the comments. It just turns into a Ruther roast. That's what it turns into. Uh, let's hear some comments. It just turns into a Ruther roast. It's like the rabble days all over again. Joe, what would you rather watch? This is actually a question. Ken Burns Baseball or Shark Week? We already know that. Yeah, I loved Ken Burns Baseball. You just watched a Ken Burns documentary yourself. A little long, a little boring, but at least it's actual footage. So is Shark Week. I would rather watch Shark Week if they threw... I would only watch Shark Week if they threw Tim Kirchin out there to die. <laughs> Swimming with whales would be better, dude. You know what? Whatever, guys. Go down to Manhattan Beach. Go to El Porto. You can swim with sharks down there. No, I not like that. I want to go with people who know what the fuck they're doing. Well, what kind of pussy shit is that, bro? Because I want to live. <laughs> Let me live. 
I don't want to swim with sharks like that. Uh. Those are those are two of my favorite things on the internet, by the way. I sent you mine today. Like My gift that I do the most these days, I, the act out, the shack, the shack, shimmy shack gift. Yeah. And now, uh, that's going to be a... It's going to be used a lot on the dirty sports coming up. Well, I did stop by the paddleboard. Uh, would you call them a company? The one in Marina Del Rey at Mother's Beach? Oh, yeah. The rental place? Yeah. During my run yesterday. Speaking of going out in the ocean. Holy shit. I had no clue paddleboards were so fucking expensive. Yeah. Bro. Wait, did you stop at a rental place or a buying place? I stopped at the rental place because I'm, I'm curious about paddleboarding. Right. And they also sell. And he took me in the uh, the giant truck and was showing me, you know, this version. And he's like, "Dude, a new one's like a thousand bucks." Yeah, I mean, you can get them cheaper. He said you can get a good used one for like six hundred bucks, but you know, he was showing me the different uh, lengths of the paddle boards, and he's like, "You you could get an inflatable one. That's your cheapest, but if it pops, you're fucked." Yeah, don't get an inflatable one. Uh, but I'm gonna actually just try it. It's only twenty five bucks an hour to do it in the marina. Yeah, you know what the a horrible part of that is your first time doing it. It's not gonna be easy. He said balancing is not easy. No, it's not easy, especially the first time. You get a ha- you get the hang of it, but you're gonna fall in the water. You're gonna get hoof and foot and mouth and eye and ear and pussy disease in that fucking marina water. That marina water is just full of shit and gasoline. Cause all the boats just dump their shit in there. That's what they don't tell you. You don't go in the water at Mother's Beach when you go to the fucking. Food trucks, do you? I've never been in the water at Mother's yeah, Beach. Yeah, don't. It's a cesspool. It's the biggest marina in the United States. It is? Yeah. It might even be like one of the biggest marinas in the world. Marina Del Rey? Yeah. Yes. I guess it is pretty big. It's massive. And you have to. it costs money to dump your waste. So people just drop their boat shit in the water. Do not swim in the marina water. I had to jump into the marina water one time for uh, my keys fell in the fucking marina. I had to fucking get under. I, I showered under like a fucking fire hose. Well, what am I supposed to do? Because it's so close. I, I think it's a great way for me to learn. No, you should do it. And it's not going to be help. It's not going to help to think, to be really nervous about falling in. That's not going to help. But, you know. It's that difficult to stand on a board. The first time. Yeah, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but then you get a hang. You'll get the hang of it. Like the second time you go, you won't fall. The first time you go, you might not fall after you fall a few times. Like you get, you pick it up. I mean, it's worth it, right? And he said you, he goes as a local. Yeah, he said that you're gonna get face aids. He's like, you get a discount, twenty bucks for an hour. Yeah, I mean that's a pretty cheap deal. Yeah, I had no clue about the water, but it makes sense. Oh, that water's. Disgusting. Those poor animals, though, because the amount of seals and sea lions I see. Yeah, those seals are white originally. They're just covered in shit. Because <laughs> uh. <laughs> when I bike at night, you know, I love biking around the marina, and I always hear the seals, and you see the seals. Also, the seals are shitting in that water, too. It's like, it, you know, and it's enclosed. It's not like the ocean. Yeah. Who knew? I guess I don't have that many other options. 
Brando, can we talk about these Lakers jerseys? Yeah. Shout out to our boy, Pizza Starro. Yeah. Did he tag us in it? Well, he yeah, he wanted you to comment on it because he yeah. tweeted and I retweeted his tweet. Uh, I just, I don't get this. Get the blackout. So, for you guys who haven't seen it, the new Lakers jerseys, the side panels... Are gone. They're adding the black side panel. So... Originally, it was the the yellow jerseys had a purple side panel. The purple jerseys had a yellow side panel. And I don't know what the white jerseys had. I don't even know why they wear white jerseys, honestly. Um, but now the yellow jerseys are not going to have a side panel at all, which actually looks okay. I think that looks good. The purple with a black side panel, purple and black. What is this, Grimace after a fight? And then the, it looks like the white ones, do the white ones have a side panel? I don't know. No, I don't think so. But just keep the black out entirely. If you want to do a, uh, like what they did a couple years ago, they did like a black Mamba jersey or whatever. Like if you want to do just, if you want to have a black jersey that you wear for whatever, fine, go for it. But don't add black to the Lakers. Why would you do that? Dude. The Lakers... The Mets had it black years ago, and it's one of the worst things that's ever happened. The Lakers are one of the most storied franchises in the NBA. Not only because of all their championships, because of their look, right? Just like the Celtics. You know, like those are the two... And the Knicks, right? We, we say those are the three most storied... And obviously, the Lakers are from Minnesota. Yes. By the lakes. Purple, yellow, same as the Vikings. Exactly. What the fuck does black have to do with anything? I just like what are you? Why are you fucking with it? I I remember a couple years ago they did like the Hollywood Knights jersey or whatever, but it's like nah, fuck that. Keep that black out of there. Black has never made any uniform without black. Why do black they better. always add blacks? <laughs> well, because they want to have a winning basketball team for one. <laughs> that came out so wrong. I didn't mean to say blacks. Why do they always add black? To uniforms. Because they think it'll sell more. I think it'll sell more why? merchandise. But why? What is this because obsession remember with the black? whole 30 for 30 about like fucking, you know, goddamn NWA and everybody wears black everything and yeah. No, but I'm not just talking about the Lakers or Los Angeles. You're wearing a Cincinnati Reds. You're wearing a black Cincinnati Reds hat. True. <laughs> In black mesh shorts. Yeah. No, but I mean, the mesh shorts is one thing, but like Cincinnati doesn't wear, your colors aren't black. Well, they do have black in their uniform now. Yeah, but they didn't for a long time. Now they do. Now you bought a black fucking hat. And voila. You're literally the poster child. Damn. Thwarted again. Point proven. <laughs> I like that it's on delay, so then we looked over it, you looked over the comments, and it's you looking down at yourself, realizing you're wearing black. It's like a minute delay on YouTube. Is it a minute? Yeah, like this is like a, a 10 seconds on the actual Mevo screen, but YouTube's maybe like a minute. No, it's not that long. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Uh, one more NBA story. Do you want to put on the headphones? Do you want me to play this? Sure. I don't know what this is, but let's do it. Well, shout out. I, I forget whoever sent this via DM. Uh, basically, the Warriors players named their top five rappers. Okay. Of all time. 
so I have this. This is an Instagram. Uh, this is an Instagram clip of the Warriors players naming their top five rappers of all time. Great, Joe, Joe Prano. Can't wait. All right, so let's see what we got here. Top five rappers of all time: Jay Z, Drake, Nas. Tupac and Biggie. All right, so so I'll, I'll pause it after each one. That okay. that was Steph. I don't know the order. Sorry, guys. That's Steph Curry, his top five rappers of all time. He has Biggie, Jay Z, Nas, Drake, and Tupac. Like, I mean, it's somewhat respectable. I wouldn't have Tupac in my top five, but you know, I know a lot of people love Tupac. Having Drake in your top five is an embarrassment, and Steph should be should be embarrassed. Well, you'll notice a trend with that, Prado, with uh, Drake. That's That was the big surprise here. I mean, it wasn't a surprise. I mean, Jay-Z, Biggie, Nas, like, you can't really argue. Who would you who would you have as, instead of Tupac? In my top five? Are you going to go, like, another East Coast guy? I, I mean, in my top, like, man, it's tough. It's I, tough. I, I, haven't really ta- I haven't really broken down like, my top five. Where do you put five? somebody like a Chuck D.? Mm, not in my top five. Okay. I mean, I'd put a Rakim higher than than the, the, than Tupac and Drake and certainly Chuck D. I mean, first of all, we got we got Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah. Fam. But like, I mean, how about what Kanye's done? There's a, little, a lot of Kanye disrespect. The, like, not a lot of people talk about Kanye. It's like. I mean, are we talking about? Are we just talking about flow? Are we talking about like the whole thing? Because Drake certainly has no fucking. Drake's not exactly spitting bars. He's making more pop music than fucking Kanye is. Well, how far? Has how about it, how, Eminem? I was just gonna say, how far has Eminem fallen off? I mean, shit. He had he had a run there. He had some fucking great. I'm not just talking songs, albums consecutively. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, to let me put it this way: to put Drake ahead of Eminem is is, and I've been critical of Eminem's music the last ten years or whatever, right? And because but he it, has, but, but that doesn't mean, but it's disrespectful. I mean, Biggie's been dead for ten years, so ten. He's been dead for twenty, bro. Right, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So you can't really judge Eminem on the last, like, I mean, first of all, I do think Biggie's up there, but you get. You know, you do get a you do get the sort of Kirk Cobain factor. He hasn't been around to put out bad albums. Yeah, true. All right, so that's Steph Curry. Let's see who we got next. Got a Tupac, Biggie, Nas, J Cole. Got to throw someone in the bay from there. Throwing too short or Mac Dre, got those someday love. So one of them too. All right, so that was uh, Clay Thompson. Right. So they're all going with the generic cop out. They are. What's the cop out? Well, just saying Tupac and Biggie. It's just too easy. I mean, and he, but he had a lot of the same. He had right. Jay Z, Nas, or no, he didn't have Nas, did he? No. No. Yeah. Uh, no, he had Jay Z, Tupac, he, Biggie. Yeah, Jay Z, Tupac, Cole. J Cole. And then what? Too short, and so so you just took somebody from the bag, right? Just to do it. All right, you want to hear what Kevin Durant has to say? Yes, can't wait. Ah, uh. 
I, I, I thought you were going to just do it on cue. Like, what does Kevin Durant have to say? All right, here's what he has to say. Drake, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole. All right, so so Kevin Durant had, who do you have? He had Drake, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, Kendrick Lamar, and J. Cole. I mean, the J. Cole shit, I, I, I just don't understand the J. Cole shit. I don't understand. Can, can I make a confession? Yeah. It's not J. Cole. You know how I've been listening? because, I, Dude, I, I didn't, I, I'll be honest. I'm way late to it, but I was curious to hear her because I haven't heard her. I, I've been listening to a lot of Cardi B just to hear her shit. I will say I like a lot of her music. I'll just Fine. say it here. I'm, I'm ready for you to. I'm ready for you to just destroy me. I don't. I, the only song I know is "Pretty Fire," the fucking BoJack Horseman or whatever it is. I think she's got some all right music. Great. I'm ready. I'm ready for the dirt balls to pounce. Okay, the, keep going. Okay, Swaggy P. He, he better have his girl in there. Is this Swaggy P? Who's that? No, this is uh, is this Bell? Yeah, you're right. It's Bell. Kendrick, 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 and Kendrick. Wow. <laughs> he went with the Dylon. Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. I spit hot fire. <laughs> you're too close, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we should do, man. We should just get really stoned one night and watch those old Chappelle shows. I actually have them. I have a DVD player around here somewhere in my closet, and I have season one and two on DVD. And I'm sure it's probably, we don't even need to do that. I'm sure it's on, <laughs> what am I talking about? I'm sure it's on Hulu or some shit. All right, Swaggy P, this should be interesting. Uh, I don't want to get in trouble. Uh, top five rappers of all time. Jay-Z, Drake. No. Oh, he doesn't have one. He didn't want to get in trouble because he didn't want to not say his girl. I might go. If you forced me, if you gun to my head, forced me to pick my top five. I really think my top like I really think my top eight is more like of an appropriate number. But if you forced me to do top five, I might do in no particular order, because I think it's really hard to really actually rank. But like Jay-Z, Biggie, Rakim, Kanye. That's why I say five is hard. Then it's like, do I go Nas? Do I go Ghostface? Do I go... It might be Nas. What are you basing this off of? Like, like when we say top five best rappers of all time, are we talking about combination of everything? Freestyle, lyricist? First of all, my first... So I just talked about this. On, I talked about this. I, me, I mentioned it a few times, but I just mentioned it on the recently released uh, fifth episode of the Joe Prano podcast with Guy Fiorita because that was right after the Kanye Summer albums came out. And he was like, let's talk about the Kanye Summer albums. And he's been working for Adidas. First things first, if I can't bump it in my car with the windows open because I don't have air conditioning in a fucking 79 Cadillac driving down the street, 
You're immediately out. You're immediately not even in my consideration. And that goes for guys like the Kanye's put out songs where I, or and like albums where I'm like, uh, I don't know about like even on Kanye's first couple albums, I'd be like, that's a skip. Like I'm not playing fucking this shit with my windows open. Like it immediately needs, it has to bang hard enough. We're like, yo, I don't give a fuck. Like let's go. Yeah. So to me, like Jay Z and Biggie are like fucking sure things. Rock him is a sure thing. Like Nas, pretty much a sure thing. Like I'm talking about, and by sure thing, I mean like you can bang all of their songs and be like, these are fucking, because it, it doesn't get lame. Kanye, he, he's got some lame shit in there, but Kanye's put out a lot of fucking music and a lot of it's really good and a lot of it's like sonically masterpieces like the, the the production value of it's good and then he's dropping rhymes on it, and he works with a lot of good people and he's got a lot of good features and like you know i i like kanye i'm like a i've always been like a low-key fan of kanye's music guy's a douche i i always thought that he put out too much like it's like dude you put out eight bangers but you put out a 17 out song album um and then like dude Eminem, but like Eminem always had like a couple corny tracks too. Like the Wu Tang, but like those aren't just, that's a band. You know what I mean? That's a group. Those are, that's not a rapper. Best like overall rapper in that is definitely Ghostface. And then like the most like, the most dynamic would probably be Method Man. So those guys are one, two for me, even though Riz is like easily my favorite Wu Tang member. But then, like, Slick Rick, but that's, like, now you're going back far enough where you're, like, you have to factor in um, that they just, like, I mean, you're, you're working with, like, a guy's got a piano and, like, a fucking drum kit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's different production value. Yeah, but, like, Rock Kim's production value and his flow is, like, that shit is, that shit holds up today. I'm a I'm a fucking ASAP Rocky fan. Like I know I'll, you are. I'll stand for ASAP Rocky. Like people throw him like uh, the idea that people are like J Cole, and I'm like, what the f-? like? I'm a, I I would be embarrassed to listen to sixty percent of J Cole songs with my fucking windows down. Now, it, po- like modern music, people think that's popular. All of those guys. Have them in their top five ever. So, like, maybe I shouldn't be embarrassed about it, but I'm not worried about what other people think of me. I'm worried about, like, what do I think of me? Yeah. I can't fucking be listening. I'm, I'm like, people go, top five, J. Cole. I'm like, where's Usher on your list, bro? Like, where's Lil John? Like, to me, he's a pop star. He's making pop rap. I want fucking gangster rap. Yeah. I see what you're saying. But see, Nas, I never fully got into Nas, but again, I just... Illmatic, bro, start there. But I just, I feel like he was too slow a lot of times for me. But it's not about slow. Then the slow with the flow is like totally different. Like, like I don't need corny, like, fucking, I don't need corny, like, dancey dance shit. Now, like, Kanye will put out dance... Kanye and and Outkast will put out shit that's like dancing, but like I don't need like pop rap. 
Like yeah. Nelly's kind of like pop rap. Yeah, Nelly's pop rap for sure. But it's catchy. You know me. I like the stuff. And by I, the way, I like Kendrick Lamar too. I like stuff I can dance to. I like Kendrick Lamar too. I, I think Kendrick Lamar is great. But like, I also need more hood, more gangster. Yeah, I feel you. Like he's up there though. I like Kendrick. I've been listening to Danny I, Brown. Danny Brown. That's my boy. Now I'm only embarrassed to fucking roll. I, I'll roll down and play some Danny Brown, but then I'm like, fuck, he's talking about eating pussy for like the whole song. <laughs> I was listening to a bunch of Master P in the last week too. I mean, he's not up there for top five. But, yeah. But like I was listening because I think I was a sophomore in high school when uh, when Ghetto Dope came out and I was like, like that hit us hard. Like we were like I really liked a lot of his songs. Um they were catchy but but he wasn't poppy either. He was like you know, it was more it was more grimy with him and he just he just had a whole like new approach. Remember the the CD covers looked yeah. so different. Yeah. Uh he big I I would love to interview Master P because like he, But like some of that and that's the thing, like some of that poppier shit, not like I'm saying not that, but like some of that poppier shit, it has a place. But like you can't you can't claim him you can't like no one's out here going Mace's top five, you know, and like Outcast I don't think they could be in your top five because there's two of them so like how do you separate like honestly I might think Big Boy's better than Andre, and then like Eminem's up there yeah no he for I, sure I, is. I think I'd be I think I'd have an easier time putting together a top ten than a top five because all those guys that I just mentioned would be like top ten. The guys that just like bang all the time. But I'd have low key people that you'd be like, how is that guy not in your top 10? I'd be like, sorry, not for me, bro. I'm a low key Kanye fucking slurper though. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not against that. I like, I I think he might be in my top five and I've hated on Kanye a lot too. I like a lot of Kanye's music myself though. I do. I like a lot of his I think the shit he put out this summer was dope. You Especially sh- shit with Kid Cudi. By the way, Kid Cudi Wait, is fucking dope as shit. What are you talking about? You sh- I was the one saying... You, you, I said when he released... Well, first of all, I came around to the whole... Again, I put it together... You shit on me for saying I didn't think it was that bad. I came around to the whole thing of one... So, I told you. I talked about this. This, Bro. Is, what, this is what I did. Because what Kanye's done in the past is he's put out too much... Now I took it, first of all, I took out that murder thing immediately. That's like, I've removed that from my phone. Your fucking spoken word murder shit that threw me off the whole fucking scent, that's out. That's not even coming on my shit accidentally. And then I put it all together. Kids See Ghosts, the Pusha album, the Kanye album. I made it all in one thing. I put together a, I redid Kanye's album for him. I executive produced the order and I have a 20 track legit Pusha T, Kitsy Ghost, Kanye. And that when it fits when you fit it together like that, it stands up a little better. But I did. I did come around on the on even his album. But first things first, you gotta get that fucking you gotta get that deaf poetry slam about killing yourself out. What about insane clown posse? I don't even know why you would have brought them up <laughs> when you, when you're sitting here not going to an insane clown posse. That's show. why I brought them up. I did hop on SeatGeek to see. Yeah, they're not they're not here any anytime soon. There's a fucking doll convention going outside my fucking yard tonight. Anybody chiming in with their rap? 
Yeah, everybody's chiming in. Oh, let's get. To, oh, you just read some while I go get a beer. Andre 3000, Kanye, J. Cole, Biggie, Nas, Drake, Eminem, Kendrick, Kanye, Lonzo Ball. <laughs> what about Grandmaster Flash? Eminem is trash. Kendrick's cla- trash. Kanye's all right. I mean, we're all over the map here. Eminem hurt himself because he did like Kanye, where he'd put out like fucking twenty song album, twenty song albums, and then like half of them are trash. And he's got like he'd always do like two songs that are supposed to be like pop. Like it always like yeah, like this is gonna be the fucking music video. <coughs> then he's gonna do some dope shit. Then he's gonna do some just straight up killing his mom and fucking weird shit. But like in the middle, you always had like yo, that was kind of dope. Like there was always like five or six songs and they were like, yo, those were fire. Yeah. No, I agree, man. And the, also the very, very, very first Eminem. Pretty fucking awesome. The first album? Yeah. See, I like the Marshall Mathers LP better. I like his second album better. I like the first one where it was just like, yo, this guy's fucking crazy. I agree. Dude, if he goes back to being a fucking nut job, talking about burying his mom and fucking killing Kim and throwing her in the fucking trunk of his car, like... Too bad no one shot uh, 50 Cent after two albums. Remember that shit? Get Rich or Die Trying was fucking beasting. Funny you say that. I was also... I brought that back. I, I've had, dude, you know how it is with Spotify. Just I'm sitting at home working. I was I was bringing back a. I listened to, I was listening to Get Rich or Die Trying. Then I was listening to The Massacre too, which was which was a drop off. But he still had some hits, man. Massacre was the third one, right? Wasn't Curtis second, or was it? I'm not sure, actually. Yeah. Anyway. But get the fuck out of here with this Drake nonsense. If you have if you if you have Drake in your top five all time, unsubscribe. Who are you, and what do you stand for? And do you just listen to the music with your windows up? What about Snoop? And you just sit. What about there, Snoop Dogg, dude? I love Snoop, but Snoop's. I love Snoop, but this, he's not in this conversation and doesn't deserve to be and doesn't belong. Snoop, I feel like Snoop is like his first album. That's where I put him. His first album was great. Snoop is the original Two Chains. Like I'd rather hear featuring Snoop than than Snoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see you there. I can see you on that. And I don't want to show any disrespect to all of the members of the Wu Tang, but we're just talking about uh, like, I mean, the RZA put out some fucking dope solos. Jizza, Raekwon, Method Man, Red Man. I mean, I don't think Red Man's in a top five conversation, but Red Man's underrated. Him and Meth Man put out some good music together. <coughs> right? Yeah. I've always said Method Man is like the front man of the Wu-Tang Clan. You know what I saw in the theater? I saw How High in the theater. Really? You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I was in high school. Were you really high? No, because I, really, I didn't smoke weed. I probably got high maybe once or twice in high school. For those of you who don't know, the premise of how high... That's like, I saw I saw Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas like the summer after high school, 
I had read the book, but then after I walked out, I was like, I got to go get some acid <laughs> right now. Yeah, the premise of How High is Method Man and Red Man smoke their dead friend's ashes. And, and get, they become geniuses. And go to Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, Good premise. It's an amazing premise. Yeah. That's also on the list of get stoned and watch that shit. Well, guys, if you have any questions, fire away right now. If you have any questions, fire away, because we are about to wrap this bad boy up. What are you pulling up over there, Prano? Well, nothing. I'm just seeing who we missed on the rappers. Tupac's not in my top ten. Lil Wayne is in top ten, but he's... I like Lil Wayne, I like I like I like Lil Wayne, too. I mean, they got Ice Cube, Dr. Dre. It's like, come on. Again, not top ten. You don't have you don't have Ice Cube top ten. I'm not. I w- you know me. I'm ridiculously biased. East Coast, West Coast. Ridiculously, and and it's and it has nothing. I don't know. Like I truly don't believe the bias is because I'm from the East Coast. That shit just speaks to me. Like when. When ASAP Rocky hit the scene, I was like, "Yo, where, what's this dude's deal?" And then, like, I find out he's in New York, and I was like, oh, "Well, like, I found out so many dudes were New Yorkers after the fact, and been like, oh, okay." Can I get to the comment section? Sure. All right. Some questions. I think our friend uh, Kotschar, Kotschar, I think he's from Russia. Who do you think will coach the Lakers? LeBron never mentioned Luke Walton in his recent ESPN interview. He mentioned all the players, Magic, Rob, the Bus family, but no Luke. Well, I mean, Luke's the coach. Now. They're not going to fire him. Yeah. Unless Phil's coming back. I say if Luke does get fired, it's Phil Jackson. Yeah. That'd be pretty sweet. I could see... I could see... Nah, Luke wouldn't take getting demoted, right? No. Would you take? Would you? Could you see Luke coming back? Could you see Phil coming back for a LeBron run, and Luke goes like assistant head coach? No, no, no. no. But if let me ask you a question: If you could see anybody doing it, anybody putting their ego aside. Wouldn't it be a member of the Walton family? What do you care, Luke? You get a ring either way. Learn from him. Coach under him. Be a part of him. You're one coach in two bodies. How great is that? Every other coach has one body. You have two bodies and two minds in one coaching staff. Share a clipboard for gosh sakes. Throw it down. Throw down the championships. Yeah, if anybody, would be, it would be a member of the Walton family. All right. You know what they say on Sesame Street, don't you, Luke? Sharing is caring. All right. Our, our friend uh, Jesse Stanga, are Ruther's feet ticklish? Can Prano find out? Uh, I don't know, and we will not find out. They're pretty nasty looking these days. Yeah, pretty gross. Pretty that, 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 that pool volleyball action. Bro, look at the bottom of my heels. What is going on there? It's pretty gross, isn't it? All right. From Trent. Brew Baker, what do you think about replacing ties in NFL with soccer style penalty kicks from the 40? What, like field goals? 
Apparently. No, I mean, they, we, we, that's basically, that was basically the original rule, right? It's like sudden death. Can you kick a 40-yard field goal? Yeah, I don't like that. The college overtime is the best. Without a doubt. Just do that. If we're going to change the overtime, just do that. We didn't even talk about fucking Urban Meyer. Hey, I'm not I'm not the host of the show. I'm the co-host of the show. Man, I dropped the ball on that. We shit on Ohio. How did you skip that? Did I have it on the rundown? Man, oh, oh man. Oh, I did. I had it on other sports news. Page two? I had it on page two. So tell me, let's. How long have we been doing this episode, by the way? About an hour, coming up in an hour, forty minutes. We can wrap okay. it up here soon. So basically, Urban Meyer lied. Supposedly, the wide receivers coach, the wide receivers coach, who was fired three years ago, fired three years ago for a domestic violence situation. Like he beat the shit out of his wife. Okay, all those pictures are out there now. Right. Urban Meyer was asked. He now, he now coaches for the Cowboys. Yes. Urban Meyer was asked last week... Because he stands for the anthem. <laughs> Urban Meyer was asked last week during the Big Ten Media Day if he knew about that stuff, and he straight up said no. He was asked about it when? Last week, during Big Ten Media Day. Okay. And so said, somebody was already setting him up. Yes. Okay. He said no. And now what has come out that he did know? What has come out is actual text exchanges... Between this former coach, we're not giving details now. I don't feel like looking all this shit up. Between this former coach's ex-wife, now ex-wife, wife at the time. And Urban Meyer's? Wife. Right. Where Urban Meyer's wife is even being supportive and like anything you need me to do, like all this. And it's, it's basically saying, yeah, Urban Meyer's wife never told him about that bullshit. That's the only argument Urban Meyer has is that his wife never told him about these texts. Like, this woman had a restraining order against the coach. This was a coach that he brought from Florida to and Ohio And now State. I saw today Urban Meyer chimed in a while ago about somebody saying, if you lie, like, you're done. Right? Yeah. So, he didn't Urban, say- Meyer, so Urban Meyer has already been suspended, correct? But he hasn't been suspended. He is Urban Meyer is on an administrative leave of absence. Right. Still getting paid. Right. And just so people know, Urban Meyer is I mean, the, that's that's also the I mean, that's what they use when like a cop shoots a black guy. Yeah. So, like he's on an administrative leave. Urban Meyer also, just so everyone knows, is the highest paid coach. He's actually the highest paid coach. Yeah. This year, he makes more than any other coach. Seven point six million in college football. I mean you gotta pay a guy to live in Ohio, you know what I mean? It was reporter Brett McMurphy who basically uh, leaked all this. What Meyer said on July 24th was, I was never told about anything. Never anything came to light. Never had a conversation about it. I know nothing about it. Again, bro, your wife has, was getting text. This woman was sending Urban's wife pictures of her all beat up. There's no way Urban Meyer's wife did not tell him. No way. No way. No way. We agree. Unless Urban and his wife don't talk. And they live in separate homes. That has to be your follow-up question. Do you not do you talk to your wife? Ever? Yes. Do you guys live in separate homes? No. Well, then she told you, and you're fired. By the way, this guy who uh 
who beat the shit out of his wife. Do you remember, I mean, remember we're talking about, remember everybody talking about Joe Pa is supposed to know just what all his coaches are doing? Yeah. Now, this isn't rumor. This isn't hearsay. This is photographs are being texted. Zach Smith is his name. I mean, this guy's bad, dude. He was arrested for... Are you doing an Herb New jersey? I got a tweet about that from another comedian. Did you? Urban New. They said, Ruth, you got to do this now. This guy was arrested for aggravated battery of his wife, who at the time was two months pregnant. This happened even long time, even before all this other shit. He was arrested in 2015 for felonious assault and domestic violence against his ex-wife. Well, R.I.P. Urban Meyer. Serious question. I'm, I'm being dead serious and I'm not making a joke about you know, the history, how long after Urban Meyer gets fired would he be hired to be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys? I'm not even joking. A hundred percent serious question. No, I Urban, he's never even coached in the pros. It's been all college. Yeah. So was fucking Jimmy Johnson before he became the coach of the Cowboys. You want to hear the craziest part of all this? Not the craziest, but literally yesterday, I had a text exchange. You know, my little brother's in dental school at Ohio State. Right. And I said, I'd love to see a game this year. <laughs> this, is the, this is the Andy Ruther curse. We have a text exchange, and I said, hey, man, I'm looking at games. My little brother goes, I have season tickets again. He's like, yeah, you want to come out here and hang at the lawn? <laughs> <laughs> You know, you want some lawn time, don't you, rug? <laughs> you want to get on that grass rug? So, my brother said, I'll probably only go to a couple games. You know, he's got, a, he's got three kids. I got a family. I'll probably only go to a couple games and sell the rest of my tickets. But pick a weekend. And I looked at their games. A, a lot of them, they have better games up front. And then I, I can't go to the Michigan game. So, I was like, oh, November 2nd, Nebraska. I think Nebraska might be better. They have, they have Frost now. The You know, the... Right. I think they'll be a lot better. But I, what do I know? But anyway, <laughs> my point was hot college football takes from Andy Ruther. They got frost now. That'd be better. Who knows? My point is, I was just looking at their schedule with my brother saying, "Oh, November second. Got, got that Ruther dent." And the next day, this all came out when I was looking at flights because we all know if Urban Meyer's not coaching the team, this going to affect the team. Can you go to a Warriors game and an Eagles game this year too? That'd be great. <laughs> So I don't know, man. But I don't know how they can keep him. Like in this in this age we live in. I mean, if you're getting fired over tweets, bro. I don't care how successful he is. How can you keep him? Well, it wouldn't be the craziest thing ever happened. What are they going to do? Give Greg Schiano the job instead? <laughs> I mean, that'd be hilarious, right? Yeah. All right, one last question. Sure. Do we have a two-hour time limit situation, or that doesn't matter when we're live? No, it does. we got to wrap this up. Okay. Uh, one last question. Black Marlins man, what player you think had a more 
had, oh, I'm sorry. What player do you think had more potential if they never got injured? Penny Hardaway or Grant Hill? That's a good question. Ooh. Man, that is a good question. Uh, I'm going to say Grant Hill. And by the way, I think Penny Hardaway had fucking crazy potential. I think he was going to be. But they basically both got hurt. And I and Grant Hill went on to have a more. Pretty good career. Yeah, like a pretty good career. Like a solid career. Yeah. I'm going Grant Hill. But I think both of them would have been like bonkers. Like all timers. Like I, I like I think I think Penny Hardaway had a potential to be like bonkers, like change the game point guard style. Yeah, I agree. I mean they were they were unbelievable. I think Grant Hill was a more well rounded player in general. So with a loss of athleticism from not just injury but getting older. Like, as his game started to fall off, I think he would have still been able to hang on. Whereas I think, who knows what Penny Hardaway would have been able to accomplish if he didn't get hurt. But his freakish athleticism was what made him able to, like, honestly, semi-dominate the NBA, like, right when he showed up in the league. Yeah. So, I'm going Grand Hill by a fucking nose hair. It's pretty close. All right, guys. Well, you can leave calls if you want to leave calls this week. I swear we're going to get to some eventually. 310-359-8365. There it is. And uh, thanks for everybody who followed on YouTube today. Love all the comments. You guys are the best. Love all the questions. Uh, and Shark Week is the best. I don't care what anybody says. Shark Week. I am a Shark Week fanatic. Joe Prano. Uh, if you like the dude shirt, it's available on DirtySports.com in the shop. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Fix Your Life. Follow me on Instagram uh, at Joe Prano. Trying to up my Instagram game. You know what I mean, Ruther? And uh, JoePrano.com for all my shows. I'll be in – where am I got – where do I have coming up right next? Oh, Burbank Comedy Festival in a couple weeks. And then uh, Chicago. 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, baseball games, live podcasts, me headlining the comedy bar. What a fucking bonanza that's going to be. If you're ever going to go to the Midwest, am I right? (laughs) Can't wait. It's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to Chicago. Rate, review, subscribe to our show, every show on the DSPN. Yeah. Takes two seconds. I I know I know no one listens like that Twitter troll was saying to us today. No one listens to your show. Which I love coming back. Well, those iTunes reviews would disagree with you. Yeah. Well, you don't make any money. I love how everyone's an expert. Right. And hit me with your... Uh, I want I want some rap top fives. I might have to like do some work and come back with like an official laminated rap top five. Hit me with yours, unless Drake or J. Cole are in there, and then hit yourself with a hammer. All right, guys. DirtySports.com, JoePrano.com, AndyRuther.com. At Andy Ruther on Twitter, Instagram, at Fix Your Life on Twitter, at Joe Prano on Instagram, at The Dirty Sports on uh, Twitter and Instagram. You know what to do. That's the show. Have a great weekend because we're going to play some pool volleyball, aren't we? Yes, we absolutely are. Awesome. Can't wait. And most importantly, don't forget, condoms are for pussies.